0: Hello and welcome to an unconventional guide to success, where we are exploring concepts and discussing real life examples showing that the path isn't linear and the journey to success is self-defined. My name is Linda Misagetas.
1: And I'm Scott Montgomery.
0: And we will be your guides.
1: I find it fascinating and and and, and I just um, I, I tied it together like you did in the notion that I'm I I will I would I'm just Fascinated for me that it always comes back to relationships, which is the common thread to improving communications, to improving how you lead in your leadership styles, to improving on um, all the different components of the things that we're talking about, right? Your habits, your goals, who you surround yourself with for said habits and goals, execution. It's just interesting. And uh, I love diving deep into this. And I really yeah. appreciate this this platform with you, Linda, because I think we're really going to be able to introduce to, the, to, for me, it's the next generation. I mean, I've given my book to several folks that are more experienced than me. And I say to them, the book's not about you. And they say, yeah. no, no, I got it. After I read it, I gave it to my grandkids. I gave it to my children. This is really my intention in what we're talking about is just creating awarenesses Because the way that I got aware of these things is changing for them. So if they're looking for ways to be better at communication, there's a tool out there that hasn't even been developed yet. So I'm not telling you what tools to use, telling you to be aware that it's an important factor to relaying information.
0: You know, no, yeah, it's cursory,
1: it's cursory, but it is all the same. And I'm finding the more I talk about it, the more I find people are experiencing very similar you know mentors and relationships and and it's uh, just a fascinating thing i digress
0: so why did you um why did you think um why did you put leadership as a chapter in your book you know um so like why was that important to you to to have leadership in there
1: because i'm my book is geared towards those folks who are um like me who saw leadership at a very young age but didn't know what to do with it who found themselves in more of a solo or entrepreneurial role that requires a stronger toolkit of leadership, Yeah. most often people think of leadership as unattainable. For me, in my experiences, people look at leadership as the 0.00, 00 whatever the number is, 2% of the people who ever run a big organization that's in the stock market. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yes. And, yeah. and I was
1: never going to be a president of Verizon, even though I worked there yeah. for 12 years and I'd made myself you know, up to senior management. I never thought that they would select me to be the guy that was going to be the president. Plus, there's only one seat for said 60,000 employees or whatever. However right. many yeah, they are. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yes.
1: So for me, leadership is sort of the icing on the cake that says, look, do all these things and you will find success in leadership. And leadership matters in what you're doing. And if you're talking yeah. business, it's entrepreneur, it's solopreneur. If you're talking family, it's kids. And, you know, again, it all came into view for me from the seat of my bike. Like, think yeah. about that. That's a, it's yeah. a really powerful statement around why I made it a chapter. It, yeah. It, it applies across the board. Yeah. Yeah. And most yeah. people think, no. oh, leadership is just about being an executive. No, it's not.
0: No, I completely agree. Cause it's part of being a parent. Right. And it's not something we're taught either, unfortunately. And so, um, you know, is that you need to Lead your children because a lot of, I mean, for me, I was a young mom. And so I'm trying to figure out, um, how to, how, I don't know, we can barely figure out how to lead myself in many cases. You know, um, I still had so many lessons in my own life to learn. Um, and yet all of a sudden now I was impacting these young lives and, and how they were going to grow. And so there's a portion of that as well. And so it is, you know, who do, how do you emulate the type of person that you want the, them to be? And, and that's a part of leadership, right? It's, it's so. not about being an executive. It's, it's there's so much more to it.
1: It's also later in the book, right? So it's a compilation. The book is chaptered by habits, goals, communications, yeah. relationships, partnering, all these building blocks to being an effective leader. Yeah, And, and, and communication also had self-assessment in there. so. What you're leading doesn't have to be parent or business. It's just you being a leader. And I think that there's a leader in all of us. You know, Yep. I I do. And I think with leadership comes great responsibility if I make sort of pseudo quote Spider-Man.
0: Yes, you can. (laughs) And and those
1: things are sort of what I sort of wrote the outline to the book about. So that's why I chose to add a chapter about leadership. And and yeah. And I think it's a really good cliff note to how we run our company. You know, I know uh, on a separate subject in business, I'd like to give this book to people who are considering working with us because it talks about our culture. And I know we're headed there next. And I think it does talk to how our culture evolved and what our culture really means. And not just culture is how we create a standard in our organization, really how we operate within ourselves, within our families and within our communications, and that it's ever evolving we continual learners.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good point. Well, and you know, I think it's important too for people to realize that, you know, even those leaders of those um, mega companies and all of that, they're just people. And I used to, and they have the same fears and and they, yeah. they don't always know what the heck they're talking right. about either, right? Yes. I used to laugh. um, I'd say there, you know, there was one company I I would describe that, um, you know, I thought, gosh, this is such a well-run organization and I really want to work there. And, uh, you know, when you when I realized what it was is that if you look behind the curtain, it was like the Wizard of Oz and there was. Just as you know, one person back, you know, trying to trying to make it all happen. But you know, a good leader surrounds themselves with people who are smarter than they are, who um you know, who, who know the things that they don't know, and um, and really can help them grow. But I think sometimes we put these executives on this pedestal as if, gosh, they right. must be so smart because look at them running this multi-billion-dollar company. And honestly, they're I, not um, that they much can smarter be. than they well, can be. No, well, they, and they, I. Don't I don't want to do I don't want right. to imply that they're not, but but you're right. there it's not necessarily that they are the smartest person in the in the I think room it's an odds on, game that Linda, I think yeah, it's yes, odds yes, I think
1: yeah, I think it's not even about I mean, it's about the odds.
0: It's a good point, yeah, because you think about, I mean, <sighs> gosh, I've seen some people who are in charge of companies and they are the biggest ding dong I've ever, I've ever met, you know, I'm like, I don't even know how we're keeping the lights on. But the reason why we are is because they are surrounded by, by amazing people around them that help lift them up and keep things running. And then I have worked with other executives who are incredibly smart and very in tune and very, um, you know, aware. Uh, and I think that that makes a huge difference as well. So I, I think, you know, they're all cut from different claws, but I I guess the reason why I bring that up is that you know don't don't assume that just because someone is running um, a company that somehow they're the smartest person in the world and an amazing leader or something of that nature. Well,
1: you bring up another thing that I would do want to touch on when it comes into leadership, and it's funny because Caitlin and I at at our capacities at Worldgate figured this out a few years ago. There's a great book called Rocket Fuel, written by Gino Wickman and Mark Winters. Rocket Fuel, and it talks about the two styles of leadership. There's the visionary and the integrator.
0: And, okay. and,
1: and, and it's it is interesting in that the integrator is the person who wants to put the puzzle together and is typically the one that says, how is all this going to work and make it work? And yeah. the visionary is the one that says, I want to do X and we're going to make that happen. Good luck to the integrator. Right. Yeah. And, and, and those things are really important to understand as as leaders, because there's also different styles of leadership. And I wanted to touch on that a little bit. As it relates to bigger and smaller firms, right? The visionaries, the you know, th- the visionary makes up three percent of the workforce. What was it? I got a quote here. Three percent of the workforce is visionaries that creates two thirds of the jobs that are out there. It's very interesting to me that people, the odds of getting promoted into one of those big executive jobs is more the case than the skill set of the people who are promoted into them. And I've seen some very successful, perhaps even visionaries not make it to the next level because they weren't part of the odds pool and they would be smarter than anyone in the room.
0: Yeah. And I love that you say that because I think sometimes they're like, and what sometimes will create and maybe, and I know that this is one of the things that you said about why you kind of went the entrepreneurial path is that you recognize that, Because, you know, of your background, because of your lack of degree that, that you weren't going to be considered for that C-suite because you weren't going to meet the odds pool on who was going to be selected. Exactly. Um, But it does, but it did not stop you from then taking a different path and creating your own success and your own leadership opportunities. And I think that's so important for, for our viewers to hear as well is that don't let the odds pool prevent you from thinking that you can't still be incredibly successful, you'll just find a different path forward. So, you know, because you might be the person who should be running that company, right. um, because you are the smartest person in the room. Um, but the odds are against you. And so you have to then look for different opportunities. But don't let it stop you in thinking that it's because you're not capable or qualified or or it just could never happen because of my background or who I am or or something
1: that's such an important leg to the bar stool of the concepts I, I want to portray in this podcast and that I've portrayed in the book and that is that notion of unconventional success because there are dimensions to leadership for example that you may not want to endure that you're only going to sleep four hours a day and you're gonna make 500 grand a year and you're going to be at the mercy of all these people because yes. you have chosen to be the leader of one of these big fortune companies.
0: Absolutely. When in
1: actuality, you could end up making a ton more money and working half the time and being Yes, because there are
0: trade-offs, right? There's trade-offs for everything. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and, and for me, I wanted to fine-tune my communication habits and goals. I wanted to write a book and I wanted to be more available to my children. I, and sometimes right, I have as yeah. much stress in building up my practices within WorldGate as I would as I was running an executive company, but the return is greater on a lot of different levels. So those Absolutely. things... That is such an important piece that I hope people hit rewind on because what yeah. you just said and what I just said to complement it is a concept and not a fact. But it yes. becomes a fact the minute it is executed on.
0: I totally agree. Well, and that's been the whole purpose of this podcast, right? In looking at all of that is to, you know, really kind of establish those partnerships, those relationships, find the coaches and mentors who help, you know, provide you guidance along the way, then developing the goals and the habits and the self care. So determining what's important to me, because maybe what's important to me is Four hours of sleep and having all the responsibility for you know thousands of employees, um, and maybe that's what is really important to me. Or what's more important to me is what you described, you know. And so finding out what what makes you feel successful, what defines success for you, is what the whole purpose of this has been about. And that that's different for everyone, and it doesn't mean that anyone is any less successful because of the path that they choose. And right? remember,
1: success equals happiness. And yes. the objective here is to find your happiness.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, I totally agree.
1: It's been so rewarding to talk about these chapters and move through this podcast because this book get, it has a bow around it in the dialogue we're, we're ending with here on this particular component of leadership, because yeah. that is the unconventional piece that is sometimes not even addressed in the world in which we're all moving so fast and have these standards we have to meet and these things that we have to do that we are called successful in if we check them off.
0: Yes. Yeah, 100% agree. I you know, I think that has been, you know, it's kind of like the icing on the cake of what we've been talking about. Uh, in all of this is, is what's so important is getting to that path of happiness, because it really that is probably the one thing I was listening to my uh, I listened to um, Jay Shetty does a yeah. little short seven minute meditation that I listened to. Yeah. And one of the things that he was talking about is just the lack of joy in the world today and finding um, finding joy for yourself and how important that is um, in just the little things. So like thinking back on that thing that happened in your life that just like, when were you giddy? Like when was the last time that you did something that just like made you giddy? And as I was listening to that this morning, I was thinking, (laughs) gosh, when was the last time, you know, it's like, I was really trying to, I was really trying hard to kind of figure out like, when was the last time I was giddy and just felt joyful and silly and happy. You know, it's like, it's been such a long time um, to having those feelings because you get so drudged down in, in life sometimes. Well, And
1: I think you found them and I think I'm finding them too. And I think we're, what we've been talking about is exactly where to look right? Yes, it is. And it creates the space for you to find your happiness, your joy. And for me, I've met the mark because I can be home with my kids. I can be on a podcast with you. I have enough food and water in the room and on the table as a result of my work of 35 years. And I am thoroughly enjoying it, right? So the other thing I would offer about finding that is, is, and as we slip into the next component of, of the book and an important piece of all of this is the culture in which you submerge yourself in.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of an unconventional guide to success. In each episode, Scott and I will share experiences and relationships that have shaped us. In our final episode this season, we will talk about something close to Scott, culture and the world gateway. A company's culture is the foundation for future innovation and entrepreneur's job is to build the foundation. Brian Chesky. An Unconventional Guide to Success is an inspirational, motivated series hosted by Scott Montgomery and Linda Missigatis. recorded on Riverside.fm. Music, editing, and production by Logan Missigatis. Check out Scott Montgomery's new book, How Did You Get Here?, and all the helpful related materials at www.howdidyougethere.com. Thank you for joining us on our journey. If you would like to reach out to us, our contact information is in the show notes. At the end of each episode, we would like to leave you with a few questions offered to guide you in your personal exploration of how relationships and experiences are building your success. Take time to reflect and write about what arises. What are your strongest emotional skills? How do you show empathy in leadership? What helps you reset yourself when under stress?